Hello, this is Darren. And this is Paige. And this is Where's, Where's the lemonade? lemonade? Where we talk about what happens when life throws you lemons. Make some lemonade? Uh, maybe. Some weeks it's lemon squares. Yeah, some weeks it's just lemons. Yeah. <laughs> On today's episode, we're going to talk about triggers and how to avoid them. Or not to avoid them. One thing we learned really on in our marriage was uh, to identify triggers that uh, we have from our previous relationships. Yeah, and a lot of them you don't even know that you have until all of a sudden you're irrationally upset <laughs> about something that your current spouse has never done or deserved. Or doesn't your... <laughs> even understand. <laughs> and so, yeah, it's kind of a a wait and see thing. It's not like you can just sit down and go, okay, here's a list of my triggers. No, that, that's very true. And, but you know what? Our marriage counselor helped us work through that, identifying triggers and even uncovering some. First, you know what? We need to say what triggers are. Oh, go right? for it. We're, we're kind of jumping right into yep. the pool. We need to wade in a little bit. So it's basically something from your past. You know, for us, it's from our... Um, previous relationship but for some people it can also be from a childhood you know trauma or it's you know it's just something painful that happened in your past or I remember when you read we read a couple articles about this and you said oh childhood trauma you were like oh I just I guess I just don't like when people blame everything on their childhood I agree with you there I'm just you know and I I know and I'm not trying to um, belittle traumatic things that happen in your childhood that could definitely cause you know, triggers. But I would say for the most of us, that's not the case. And so we need to take responsibility for our adult actions is what well, I'm saying. Well, and, and that would probably be very true for our previous relationships too. We've got to learn how to overcome our triggers. Right. Right. Which right. are these irrational, emotional, it's almost like someone firing a gun. It happens just like yes. that. Yes. It's an irrational reaction to something from our past. Is that, is that a good way to yeah, explain it? Yeah, I think it? that's the best way to explain yeah. it. Yeah, because the, the, our current person that we're with um, doesn't hasn't done anything to deserve the irrational response they're getting from us, right? Totally that, agree. Yeah. Yep. So that's, I guess, what a trigger is. It's triggering something from our past that we go, Whoa! and we you know get our back up and go, wait a second, when that's not fair. Exactly. Well, and, you know, it kind of reminds me of that... Um, psychology experiment with Pavlov's dogs, right? They rang a bell and fed these dogs for months and months and months. So every time that they ring a bell in the future, the dogs will start salivating, getting ready for something. So a trigger is kind of like that. In our previous relationships, we read the situation. We saw the situation come and then the results came after. So we were conditioned to experience the same thing over again. Right, and I think in our, our first relationships, we didn't really even understand or um, acknowledge that that was... No, no it was um, a defense a, mechanism, Yeah, right? and I don't think that we even quite um, understood really what was going on. That was just our life, right? And until you get into another relationship... Um, or maybe in your first marriage, if you're you're trying to move past, you know, those kind that kind of destructive just destructive behavior, um, 
Those triggers are there. The triggers are there, and you have to try and, and recognize them and move past them. So, like I said, you can't just sit down and go, here's all my triggers. Don't set them off, right? That would have been nice. Yeah, that would have been nice. <laughs> yeah, avoid these or... If you're if you really want to set your spouse off, you can you know pull one of those triggers. Yes, if you really want Darren to clean the whole house. Yes, that's what I do when I'm upset. <laughs> then I can do this. Mm, yeah, that would have been nice. I know pages pages <laughs> use that a couple times. So um, some of the triggers. Well, another thing that we found out was the biggest emotion that you have when you're triggered is probably fear. Yes, absolutely. Right, because your body's saying, "I've experienced this before." I recognize this, I know what's coming, and you're afraid. Exactly. Now, one of the articles that we read, it had a, what's it called? Acronym. Acronym. Yeah, for fear. So it said, false evidence appearing real. I love that. I do too, because that's exactly what it is. Yeah, it's, (laughs) you completely misread the whole environment. You're jumping to so many conclusions well your conclusions are based off of your history exactly so it's just yeah so anyway so i guess that might be part of forgiveness think about that interesting i didn't think of it that way so as you forgive even your ex ex then maybe these triggers will start to go away yeah. Or if you're in your if you're in a first relationship, if you're tr- if you're forgiving your spouse and well, you just have to get out of these um what? Patterns. Patterns. Yes. Yeah. You have to get out of the patterns. But I you know if if your spouse is trying to repent and and improve, which we all should be doing, right. then if you truly are, are forgiving, then you would figure out a way to get rid of that trigger. Yeah. Which I think it's hard, especially when it's been so many years. That could be very hard. So what was a trigger from me to you? What what was something that triggered you when we first got married? Oh, I don't know. Really? Yeah, I don't know. I can't remember. Do you? Yes. It's just like, I don't know. What is it? Oh, transparency was a big deal for me. So, yes, transparency was big. Like if I was on my phone in the middle of the night, or oh yeah, that would freak me out. Yeah, yeah. You want you needed transparency in every way. And yeah. What are you doing? Right. And I'm like, uh, none of your business. No, <laughs> you I never, never said I that. Never which said I, that. if be- you were to say that, that would be bad. Right. Because I also knew that was going to be. We'd already talked about how that. That was, was a trigger that I recognized. Right. Me. Yes. So, no, I never said none of your business. I was like, plain word bubble. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, and then sometimes, like you said earlier, we don't know what our triggers really are. They could be something that someone says, something, a facial expression, a smell, a sound. Yes, a, absolutely. A lack of sound, which yep. was the big one for me. You go quiet. Well, I liked it. And I that think, was a trigger because I'm like, oh, no, what's going on? I think I've said this in previous podcasts that I like to think about what I'm going to say when we're in an Drives argument. Drives me crazy. Yeah, so I like to back off and I want to think. I don't want to say anything that I will regret later. And you want to kind of hash it all out right there in that moment. Right, I do. And I don't think that that's always um, the right thing to no, do. No, I agree. I agree. So I like to take a step back. I like to think and revisit it. And I don't. it's not that long. 
I like to, I like it, to, it seems like years. But yeah, it's, might it's be like maybe an, an hour. An hour, but I like you to calm down. I like me to calm down because then I think we're both re- more receptive to what we're about to say. But that is a trigger for you. When I get quiet, you're going, What's, what are you thinking? What's going on? What are you doing? Exactly. What? And I'm like, I, I'm just, I, need, I just need to think. And that's, that's that fear, right? Yes, yes. The false evidence of appearing real. I, you're, you know, I feel like you're distancing yourself. And, right. But that's not the case. That's not the case. And something that triggers me, if you are vague, if I ask you a question and you're vague in your answer, I am like, why are you being vague? What? Tell me. Tell, I need to know 100% exactly. <laughs> you want every detail yes. on everything. I do not like vagueness. That sets me off. I and, need the truth. 100%. And that's really hard when you're trying to surprise your spouse. <laughs> like I was in Washington, D.C. I'm there a lot lately, and I flew home early. And I called Paige from the car on my way home from the airport. This airport. This airport. Yes. And normally when I'm on my way home, headed to the airport to fly from D.C. home, I call her and say, I'm on my way home. Right. Or I text. Right. Right. And this time I said, I'm on my way home. And then 10 minutes later, I walked in the house. Yeah, that was awesome. You said that was awesome, but I also think that was a little, you know. No, I liked it. You liked it. Okay, good. I liked it. I'll I do did. that then. I liked it. I liked the surprise. <laughs> but I see what you're saying that that yes, I because I was vague. You were you were, but I thought you were being your normal because you usually say on my way home. So I thought you were on the way to the airport from in DC. DC. Right. Yeah. So yeah, so we were actually on the phone together that whole time, and I'm on the phone with you. I'm thinking you're driving to the airport in DC. Right. And all of a sudden, the door opens, and I'm thinking, huh, I wonder who that you is. You didn't wonder why you hadn't heard from me in five hours? I guess you thought I was in meetings. You, yeah, you said you were in meetings. Yeah, that's true. You said you were in meetings. So, and a lot of these meetings, you cannot have any technology. No, I can't have technology. So, no, I didn't think anything of it. So, yeah, and then all of a sudden, you walked in, and I was like, oh. No, that was fun. That was fun. So, um, some common fears that people have with triggers um, are what? What would you say? Some common fears. Yeah. Um, feeling like you're not enough. Yeah. You're not enough for, you know. Obviously you are, otherwise you wouldn't be married. But so that's irrational. Exactly. Um, but, you know, in certain relationships, you st- over time, you start to feel like you're not enough. Yeah. And, you know what I mean? Yeah, I can see that. So. Um, or not feeling, or feeling misunderstood or overly criticized, all those things. Yes, happen. feeling um, disrespected or criticized, right? Yeah. I think those are... Well, and so if you, if you do have that trigger in your new relationship, you are looking for it. You're, you're looking, looking for, for You're reading between the lines and you're reading all the wrong things in between the lines. Yeah, I mean, ideally, you and your spouse should be trying to help each other out and be the best that you can. Right. Right. And if you're not doing that, shame on you. You should be. Right. So Yes, you need to look at yourself. If you feel like you're not doing that for your spouse, that's that's you need to be more self-aware. And, I mean, we all have our moments. Believe me, we all have our moments. Oh, absolutely. But... You know, we need to be self-aware. And I think that that's actually something we're both pretty good at, being self-aware. I'm very self-aware. Like, if I'm mean to you, 
I know I'm being like I, I in my head I'm going I, why did I just why did I just say that mean thing to him like I'm very yeah, self aware and, and then I think why is she being so mean to me <laughs> right so I am not one of those pr- people that is like why why did you take offense to that I know exactly what I said and why it caused offense like I'm very very self aware and I think you are a little bit later you're very self aware yeah a later yes. in the moment sometimes I forget right but later you're perfect oh thank you. <laughs> I'm always later on perfect, not now. <laughs> okay, so you're going to get triggered. Yes, I'm, you are. It's just how, how we're built. Yes, it's a, right. just a matter of time. So as we just talked about it, our minds go to an irrational place. It's irrational for our current situation, Right. Yes. It might not have been irrational in our previous situation, but in our current situation, it's irrational. And we have to accept that and acknowledge that, that this is irrational and you don't deserve this. That's the thing is you don't, right? Right, exactly. So you have to remember that not all situations are the same. Um, And we're going to have a lot of, um, we're going to be flooded with emotions. Insecurity. Yep. Insecurity is huge in a new relationship. And... Yeah, insecurity, fear, doubt, anger. And what you'll notice is triggers happen instantaneously. Oh, in a snap of a finger, there it is. It's all back. It's all right there. Yeah. And it's scary. I Yeah, you know, I never, I never thought of it as scary, but you're right. It is scary. It is. It's scary. It's like, oh, no, are we doing this again? Right? Is this what's happening again? And it's scary. Yeah, so what are your normal reactions when you're triggered? Since it's it's kind of overwhelming and it it's hitting you all at once, what normally happens? What would you say? What normally happens when you're triggered, or yeah. what should happen when you're no, triggered? No, what normally happens when you're triggered? Um, you say the wrong thing. I'm good at that. <laughs> See, you're better. Congratulations, at, honey. Yeah, I know I'm good at something. <laughs> you you're a lot better at whew, take a deep breath. I'm not. I my mouth just goes. Let's. I got to fix this. I'm going to talk it through. Yes, that is true. I think you're getting better. I think that over the years when you've seen me take a step back and you know the step back isn't a negative thing. Yeah. It's a let's take a breath. Yeah, it's not passive aggressive. It is not passive aggressive. It's let's take a minute. All right, let's, let's think about it. Yeah. Let's take so, a minute. But that's hard. It can be for some people. It's hard for most people. <laughs> not all saints like so you, baby. If, oh, I know. So <laughs> for, in my situation, getting triggered... I get quiet all of a sudden because I sit there, everything, my mind is going, la, 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 this is all happening, right? Yep. So it's like, oh, no, oh, no, oh, no. But inside, I'm freaking out, you know, completely. So That's unhealthy. I know. <laughs> if you don't talk about it later. No, yeah. We yeah, always talk but about if it you, Yeah, but if you internalize it, right, and then you're holding all that in, you don't talk about it. That's it's called stomach ache. Yeah, it's bad. <laughs> But it's also bad just to blurt everything out. That's, yes. You know, yes. your trigger is going to trigger history. Um, right. Leave the history behind. That's kind of, that's tough. So, yeah. So when we're triggered, you're going to say the wrong thing. You're going to, your mind's going to wander to all these wrong conclusions. That's what's going to happen. All right. So let's talk about what we can do um, to help us get through a trigger. Okay. So I like um, that we've talked about this last night. You need to recognize that... That you're triggered. Yep. You, you Wow, yeah. you just triggered me. 
and it's not it's not you you're not well the, something just triggered me right maybe that's better to say than yes. you triggered me something just triggered me and yeah so the first step i feel like we're we've got a you know three-step program but the <laughs> no there's five steps <laughs> it's it's not 12 well okay so yeah hang in there with us people. yeah it's hang not in 12. there it's not 12 so the first is recognizing that you are triggered. Yes. And that can be saying me to you that what you just I'm did. I'm triggered. Or, yes, I'm triggered. That smell, that sound, what you just did, that song, you know, it can be anything like that. Oh, it like could that. be a song. You're right. It could be a song. Yeah. So, yeah, saying, you know what, I... I'm, well, that's the second step is then to verbalize I'm triggered. Yes. To the people that you're around. Right. I'm triggered. Which means, okay... Watch out, because <laughs> everything's emotionally, it you know, means, all over the place. I'm going to go to the store real quick. And yeah. all the- <laughs> I'm going to go clean the closet. So, yeah. So telling your spouse you've been triggered, right? Right. And then calm down. Try and think rationally. Spend some time to realize where you currently are. You're not in the past. You are in a, in a current situation. Right. And I, we talked about that. Hi, Darren. It's me. It's Paige. Right. That's the next section. Oh, I'm, gosh, I'm jumping ahead. You're jumping ahead. But it's so good. That's, that's a really we'll good one. We'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> okay. So then you the have one? to tell, once you're calmed down, then you have to tell your spouse what you think triggered you. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's Remember good. we talked about it. Is yeah. it the perfume that you're wearing? Right. I got to get you a new perfume. Is right. it the words that you said? More than likely it's words or facial expressions right. like the rolling of the eyes or... Right. You know, the scrunching of the face or whatever right. it is. Or the vagueness or, or whatever, wh- whatever it Whatever it is. Whatever you, it is. It's, if you can help identify that trigger, that's, that's key. And your spouse needs to be super understanding and trying, instead of going, oh, that's so stupid that that triggered you, right? Yeah, we've had Don't that discussion before. say that. That's not That's good. not helpful. That's not healthy did, or helpful. Yeah, you have to realize that your spouse has been... Um, conditioned yes for that trigger just like pavlov stock ring the bell right. salivate right so okay. yes be understanding and say oh tell me more about this why did this trigger you how right right and that's the fifth step which is remember who you're talking to when you're talking about the trigger it's someone that you love and care about and that cares about and you cares about you yes now what if the trigger is justified what do you mean well i'm our we're we're conditioned to avoid pain and sorrow, right? So if we see something that we know this is coming and uh, this trigger shows that there's going to be pain coming up ahead, that's important that we recognize those things, right? right? So what if someone keeps doing, there's a warning sign of bad behavior? You can't just ignore those triggers. No. I mean, that's part of protection. Right. So I don't know. Do you have an answer for this? Because I I don't. don't. (laughs) People, we have always told you we don't have all the answers. No, we don't have an answer on this one. But I mean, you have to listen to the to those triggers. You have to listen to the warning signs. The warning signs, right? We don't want people in a bad bad relationship and fostering that bad relationship by just saying, "I was triggered, but it's okay." I, so not dismissing it completely. You have to understand where it's all coming from and what it's leading to in this current situation. In that current situation. So, right. 
you have to listen to your triggers and then assess. Try and get as rational as you can quickly and then assess. Is this real or not? I like that. That's tough. That is tough. All right, let's talk about how to help your spouse when they're triggered. Because you can make it really good or you can make it really bad. Yes. So. Because your spouse is vulnerable. They're in a highly emotional state. Well, first, if you know what triggers your spouse, we have three little words for you. Don't do it. (laughs) That is so mean. (laughs) Could you imagine? I know what triggers my spouse to get him to clean the whole house. What? What? I don't know who would do that. (laughs) That's pretty mean, though. That would right? be mean. So don't do it. If you if you can be that self-aware and, you know, realize this is what's going to trigger my spouse, if you really know this is going to trigger, don't do it. Yeah. Don't do it. Yeah. That's just, that's just manipulation. That's not, a, that's not a healthy relationship. No, it's So not. if you know in advance this is going to set them off, don't do it. Well, all right. So and then also when they're triggered, you have to stay emotionally calm. Yes. That's key. That is if, key. If you get emotionally charged up with them, that's not good. Right. Then you have two emotionally charged people yelling at each other. Right. That's never good. And that's no one's going to be listening at that point. Okay. So talk to them rationally. But you can't patronize them. No, I hate that. I know you hate that when Ugh. you're charged and I'm like, okay, honey, let's talk about our feelings. <laughs> so this is what I'm hearing you. I'm like, ah, don't. I always say don't. Um, don't ther- therapize me. That's no. A, that's a new word I just therapize came up with. You great. Therapize. Do you like it? Yeah. And do you say, <laughs> you're triggered? I don't know. Do you say that? Do you point out something triggered you? You can, but not like that. You can say, in a, in, wait a minute after everyone's calmed down, you can say, okay, so I think. No, I, I'm talking right away. When they're oh, right away. What do you say? To your spouse? Yeah. Well, what I say to you is, Let's calm down. Yeah, it's patronizing. And I'm, we're going to talk about this in a little bit. Yeah. That's what we say. Yeah. We're going to talk about this in a little bit. Maybe not even say calm down. I hate to be... I oh, hate I to, know you do. I hate to be told to calm down. <laughs> or if an, another adult shushes me, I swear, I just want to smack him in the face. Do not shush me. I'm an adult. Anyway. <laughs> you that's, should learn that's to That's a be whole sh- other... Yeah, we, we'll talk about how pages, to accept criticism. Pages in, in pet peeves. Episode. Remember the kids... We could do a whole episode on pages pet peeves. <laughs> yes, we could. Holy cow. The kids have all of them right <laughs> Or how down. to take criticism. That would be an interesting episode. Yes, yes. I, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> so let's go back. When your spouse is triggered, the best thing to do is not get triggered yourself. Stay calm. Try and show them calmness without patronizing them. Yes. And then when they're calmed down talk to them rationally and say all right what happened what triggered you yes absolutely Um, and you can't have that conversation until they're calmed down no you can't you can't and then after you've had that conversation or maybe even before that you can remind them and i've said this to you before hi darren i'm Paige. it's me yeah and sometimes that 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 snaps you right out snaps you right out of it you go that's right this is who I am. Remember who I am. Remember that I love you. Right? Yeah, absolutely. And yes, yeah, so sometimes you just have to say, hi. Hi, and, it's me. And then spend some time talking about what triggered right. them. And don't dismiss it. That's no. the worst thing you can do. No. It may sound silly. It may sound very silly. Yeah. It may be um, 
the way that the water went down the sink reminded me of something from my childhood that, who knows? Right. Right? You can't trivialize triggers on people. Right. They're conditioned over over years of experience. Yes. But you can talk about them. I have, I, I, this isn't something we said we were going to talk about, but I just thought of a trigger for me. Oh, what's that's that? from my childhood. Oh, is it Thanks the dog? to my mom. Oh, your mom. Mom, oh, I love you. Coughing. Yes. I, I don't think I've ever even told my mom this, and I know my mom's going to listen to this. So one time my mom was really, really sick. Really, really, really sick. And um, she coughed for days, maybe even weeks. Um, and in a childhood brain it, it may have only been hours but no it was you, it, it was, was at least a week i swear mom you can confirm or deny <laughs> this but i think it was at least a week but i think she was sick for a couple of weeks coughing 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 in fact i remember she slept on the couch because she didn't want to keep my dad up all night just just non-stop coughing and so now what happens when people cough around me oh yeah, yeah it drives you crazy <laughs> I say, Paige, go to the other room. I know. People, and it's funny because, like, the kids apologize. They're like, sorry, sorry, I coughed. Sorry, I coughed. Because I'm just like, it's almost like fingernails on a chalkboard. Well, it reminds you of a sad time. It does. Right, when your mom was it sick. It does. It reminds me of, I was scared. I was scared yeah. that my mom was so sick and what's going to happen to her. And it really scared me. So that's a great example of something that you can't really trivialize, right? Right. You recognizing that that's a trigger for you is important. Right. Right. And then... Uh, surround it. So that goes on to kind of the last thing you could do to help your spouse, which is see what you can do to change the environment so that that trigger isn't uh, bothering them as much. So either changing words or... Yeah, because some of these things are unavoidable, right? Yeah, exactly. Some things are unavoidable. So you're right. Just There might just be a slight change that needs to happen. Your tone of voice, the yeah, your words, just a slight change that can avoid the trigger in the future. Or, you know, maybe that song that you really enjoyed in the 80s may drive your spouse crazy because it reminds them of a horrible breakup. Right. Yeah. So we just have to be aware and, like you said, not dismiss it, not trivialize it. Nope. Because it's it's either hurtful or painful to your spouse. Now, can, can you eventually get over your triggers? Yes. Yeah, I think so, too. Yeah, yeah, I definitely think so. And you can kind of look back and go, oh, that not that funny that used to trigger me and it doesn't anymore, it doesn't right? Anymore. Yeah. So absolutely. We we can always learn and grow, huh, honey? Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> I don't know. I'm getting pretty old. <laughs> yep, you are. So old dog, new tricks. Okay, funny moment of the week this week is we always have these weird funny moments. Yeah, some of them aren't that funny. But it's just almost like, not funny haha, like funny... Uh. Right, that would happen. So we had a family <laughs> reunion. We have a family reunion every two years on my side of the family, where my uh, all my siblings and their kids and my parents are all there. And we had it in Bryan Head, Utah. Great place. Elevation 10,000 feet. So we were all like sucking wind up there because it was so high in altitude. And two days into the uh, family reunion, the power goes out. And guess who noticed it first? And Paige noticed it first. I did because Paige... It happened at 2 in the morning. Paige was not sleeping that night. <laughs> and I had two fans on. We stopped at Walmart and got it me... It wasn't that warm. It was just Paige needs the noise. Yes, I need the noise. So we stopped at Walmart, bought me a fan, and then there was a ceiling fan. Um, no, it wasn't warm at all. In fact, the highs were in the 60s. The yeah, high it was 60s. beautiful, beautiful it was place. So I'm laying there at 2.19 a.m. Yes. on Saturday morning... 
And all of a sudden, both my fans went, hmm. And the first thing she does? I woke Wake up. me up. Yeah. I said, Darren. The power's out. I need my fans on. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> That's exactly. He goes, so. <laughs> what and do I'm you like, want me to do about Darren, it? I said, well, because I didn't want to tell you. I actually didn't want to say I need my fans on. Yes. No, you said some. You made some excuse about the food in the refrigerator. <laughs> I said, the food. All the food. And he's like, it'll be fine. I'm like, dang it. So he went back to sleep. <laughs> For about 20 minutes when she woke me up again because I was snoring. Well. I was trying to go to sleep. It was three in the morning. Well, yeah. So I was up the rest of the night. <laughs> you were not. Because I woke you up again because you were yes, snoring. I know. So you were not again. awake the rest of the night. I tried to go back to sleep. <laughs> so um, they said, hey, the power should be on at 8 a.m. in the morning. That was pushed to 3 p.m., which was pushed to noon the next day, which was now three or four days later. Yes. So our... It was interesting because we were supposed to cook the last day of the family reunion. Um, the oven was an electric oven, but there were grills outside and gas stoves. So we did everything on the grill. We did. And we were able to use the stove because it was gas. Now, there was no hot water, so people could not shower. That was tough. But toilets could be flushed. That was great. But We were the, all kind of stinky at the end. By the end of the night, because everyone was going to leave the next morning, by the end of Saturday night... We, your dad kind of said, listen, if people want to go, go. And for a lot of people, it just made sense to go ahead and go. But for us, we stayed in the cabin until Sunday. It didn't make any sense for us to leave because there was nowhere for us to go. Well, there was. My parents could go, but it added like two hours. Right. To I'm just saying it didn't, it didn't make sense for us. So, so we just stayed and it was kind of fun. It was like camping. Yeah. Yeah, it's amazing what happens when there's no electricity and no internet service. People actually started talking to each other. I know. Other. Yeah, our yeah our phones weren't working either, which because yeah. we had T-Mobile and the T-Mobile wasn't working. Power so now. so so yeah, yeah. It, was a, it was fun. It was fun. I I didn't think there was anything. Yeah, people thought we were crazy for staying. Behind. I know, and I was like, well, I think it's great. I think we can survive without our phones. It for was a like bit. it was like glamping. Glamping. It was glamping. We had beds and we had toilets. It was a very nice cabin. But there was too. no electricity. Yes, beautiful cabin. Thank so, you, Grandma and Grandpa. For shout out to Grandpa. Very, very nice time. If you like today's episode, give us five stars on iTunes, Spotify, Google, and head to Facebook and like us. And check out our blog at whereselemonade.org, where you can leave questions and comments. And, but most of all, Go out and make some lemonade. You betcha, baby. On our next episode, we're going to talk about open communication with your spouse, with your ex-spouse, and your kids. Wide open, baby.